It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on location live from St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm your host, Chili Falls. Glad to have you with me again. Broadcasting from deck seven on the Norwegian sky. A little bit noisy in the background, and the lighting is not the best here, but I'm having some difficulty finding the right places to broadcast from where I don't have a lot of uh, noise. And, and <laughs> Anyway, so we're just going to make the best of it, guys. Uh, I did see that Hot Air Tom stuck a, um, uh, a, a chat already that I should be up in his cabin, and maybe we'll do that one day. You can try it out at least. Uh, and the view, uh, this was a picture that he took um, just a little bit ago as we were coming into port. And that's the uh, Disney Wish, I think it was, that we uh, went past as we came in. And we actually came right parallel to it to get into our docking position. And we've just docked here in the last, uh, the last few minutes. But anyway, on with the business uh, that I'm supposed to be doing. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News. Our, our lead story this morning is the MSC Seascape completes her sea trials. We'll talk about that in a bit. Today, by the way, folks, is National Waffle Day. Uh, our, my friend Cindy had uh, waffles this morning up in the Cagney uh, dining room for breakfast. Uh, so it is National Waffle Day. So fix yourself some waffles or go out and find some. We do have several other stories today other than the seascape, as it's a reasonably busy morning news-wise. We do have some breaking news uh, from the uh, seaside. Uh, in the, some major delays expected at Port Canaveral. Royal Caribbean raises gratuities. Norwegian donates land in Juneau, a sustainable resident ship. And Viking names a new river ship and a whole lot more live here at 11 this morning. If you can hear a lot of noise in the background, folks, they have not yet um, released the uh, guests to go ashore. So there's more people milling about waiting until the authorities uh, release the ship. Uh, and then there's we'll probably have a pretty loud announcement that'll break in here shortly. If you're listening via the podcast, uh, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, from all the major hitters, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, any of them. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. And as always, because when I'm on cruises, which I'm on cruises a lot, I do post a lot of videos and clips or videos and pictures of, of uh, Chile Cruises families on other uh, cruises. So if you ever want to hop over to the video feed, it's always a link in the description of the podcast. So you can click up on it and jump over and check out any of the pictures that you may have missed. Now, uh, folks, Yesterday, 
Uh, I've talked about Hot Air Tom and his excursion in Puerto Plata, climbing up the, on the tower and bungee jumping off the top of the tower up the mountain. And it seems that some of you thought that that wasn't true. There may have been some slight embellishment to the story. So I'll tell you the truth about Hot Air Tom uh, yesterday and his excursion. He went on a safari. And uh, that's the vehicle he right now. He did complain that the, the vehicle had no shocks and it went out in the bush and the jungles and stuff and was bouncing around. And I think uh, Hot Air Tom's butt got a little sore. Uh, this is a true story, folks. Now, I wouldn't embellish about him two days in a row, would I? But I mean, yeah, he, as you can see, he's uh, out there in the jungle. And, and you know, Hot Air Tom, he's a city boy. So uh, he's, he saw this and he thought that was a, a Dominican Republic deer. Uh, that's what he, Hot Air Tom thought it was. But then what he did, and this is what uh, caused the problems, is he saw one of these birds and he tried to smuggle it back to uh, is in his cabin to take home you see and so what happened is when i went up there uh to visit uh i i i couldn't even stay in the cabin because the bird got out of his suitcase and was flying all over the suite and hot air tom the whole time was out there on the balcony uh, having a bubble bath in this hot tub and just totally oblivious to the bird squawking in the suite up there. And that's the true story about Hot Air Tom yesterday and his excursion. That's the true story, and I'm going to stick with it no matter what you say. Meantime, I went ashore after the show yesterday, and I found a pina colada first bar I came to and of course they I found out they were seven dollars a piece I said oh my I'm gonna stay here the whole day and they were delicious I, I, I think finally they over the loudspeaker uh, Sir Char Sir Charles that's what they call me on this ship I don't know why Sir Charles you better get back on the ship or we're gonna leave you so I had to quit drinking the seven dollar pina coladas that's the true story too last night we did go to the main dining room for you know after a night at la bistro and i had um a white uh, white cheddar and potato soup and i had a uh a, a, a roasted what was it called a full roasted sirloin, I don't know, something like that. Anyway, it was it was kind of like, um, ooh, it wasn't quite the same texture of um, roast beef. What, I don't know. Anyway, it was sirloin of beef. It was good. It served with um, uh, uh, horseradish sauce that was, oh, man, it was strong and a baked tater. And then... I did have bananas foster and that was a huge order of bananas foster. There had to be like three bananas in there. 
and of course some ice cream. So it was a good a good dinner last night. All right, folks, enough silliness. I'll get to the news after word from one of our network sponsors. All right, before we get to the to the main news today, we do have a, a breaking news item that happened a, oh about an hour or so ago this morning. Coast Guard um, uh, air crew evacuated a crew member from the MSC Seaside while the ship was sailing about 30 miles from Capo to Lada, Italy. According to reports, an Indian sailor needed urgent medical attention on land, and the captain alerted the Port Authority in Cagliari, Cagliari, sorry about that, requesting an emergency and medical evacuation. The captain sent a helicopter crew on the scene and safely lifted the patient and transported him to awaiting EMS personnel. The man was then transferred to Bratsu Hospital in Cagliari. The identity of the crew member has not been disclosed. We'll try to find an update on this uh, as we get along here in the next day or so. Of course, our thoughts are with the crew guy and his family. I hope everything works out. All right, to the lead story today, MSC's Seascape, the newest ship in the MSC fleet and the official U.S. flagship for MSC, arrived back in Fincantieri Shipyard in Malfacone, Italy, after completing her first sea trials. Seascape will be the newest MSC cruise ship fully designated for a U.S. cruise market with MSC even going as far as calling her the U.S. flagship. She will be inaugurated and named at a special ceremony in New York in December. I will be on her inaugural cruise from Miami on December the 11th. The ship has the largest MSC yacht club, 11 dining venues, 19 bars and lounges, a 1,772-foot-long waterfront promenade, a spectacular glass floor bridge of size on deck 16 and space for 5,800 guests. The sea trials are the final phase of construction where the shipyard and cruise line verify that all onboard systems operate as ordered. And here comes an announcement. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, <laughs> I ask you to please refrain from congregating in our hallways, in the gangway areas and staircases especially in the atrium, as this will delay the process of uh, getting a clearance from our local authorities. You may sit and uh, utilize our lounges, such as the police lounge, the sugarcane bar, or the poolside. Once you receive clearance from the local authorities, we will get back to you with a public announcement. Thank you for your attention, understanding, and cooperation. You're very welcome. <laughs> All right, to finish the story, the... Uh, uh, all right, you're going to have the n- naming ceremony in New York uh, on December the 7th. That's after a transatlantic um, from uh, Civetta Vecchia. Uh, and then she'll sail to Miami for the inaugural cruise. From Miami, the Seascape will offer guests a choice of two different itineraries. The first is seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise with stops at Ocean Key, Nassau, San Juan, and Puerto Plata. The uh, second itinerary will be a 
a Western Caribbean cruise, which uh, stops at Ocean Key, Cozumel, Georgetown and the Cayman Islands, and Ocho Rios. All right. Could have some problems up in Port Canaveral in the next day or two or three. Cruise guests at Port Canaveral on Monday, August 29th, should be prepared for massive tra traffic delays as NASA attempts the Artemis 1 launch from Kennedy Space Center north of the port with a two-hour morning launch window opening at 8.33 a.m. Heavy traffic and congestion can impact both cruise guests disembarking ships as well as those arriving to set sail. Five cruise ships are scheduled to be docked at Port Canaveral on the historic launch day. Royal Caribbean has Mariner of the Seas and Independence of the Seas. Carnival has the uh, Carnival Freedom and the Carnival Liberty. And Disney Cruise Line's uh, new vessel, the Disney Wish, all will be in port that morning. Together, these ships have a guest capacity of more than 18,200 passengers, then accounting for both debarking guests at the end of their cruise as well as arriving passengers ready to set sail. There may be 36,000 or more passengers arriving to and from Port Canaveral at the time of the launch. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is <laughs> and another announcement. And welcome to beautiful St. Thomas. We are pleased to announce that the local authorities have cleared the wind sky. Here we go. And you may now proceed ashore. Our gateway is located on deck three forward staircase. Please ensure to have your guest key card and a valid government photo ID. Guests on a Norwegian shore excursion, please check your ticket for meeting time and location. Please remember that the all-aboard time is no later than 6.30 p.m. Once again, please remember that the all-aboard time today is no later than 6.30 p.m. Thank you for your attention and enjoy your day here in St. Thomas. And another announcement there. Okay, can't much can't do much about that one. Uh, so anyway, the 36,000 36, people could be in the area at the time of the launch, uh, and they're also expecting a hundred to two hundred thousand visitors in the area just to watch this thing go off. Port Canaveral strongly recommends extra travel time for launch day. Cruise guests, vendors, and employees headed to the port for any ship sailing that day should plan for extra driving time with higher than normal traffic volumes expected on all roadways in and around Port Canaveral, said an official from Port Canaveral. Even guests who may have arrived near Port Canaveral a day or two before their cruise should note that local traffic will be heavy and cause delays between the hotels and the cruise port. I mean, this is going to be a real mess. Of course, the Artemis One is heading to the moon. It's starting a whole new uh, arena in the space program. Uh, nothing like that we have seen since, you know, back in the 60s and 70s when that was, you know, major news every day. So anyway, this could be a mess Monday. I'm hopefully, can, you know, we get off the, we got off the ship Sunday and I'm hoping to be long gone. As much as I'd like to see a rocket launch, I still have never seen one. I'm not going to stick around for it with that kind of mob scene. 
All right, this is going to bother some of you. It doesn't really bother me too much. For the first time since 2018, Royal Caribbean is increasing gratuities and has already started including the newer, new higher rate quietly in documentation sent to guests. By the way, Cindy, Cindy Lee um, sent this yesterday to me, and then I got it in an email actually a few minutes after that. Um, actually, the only reason I didn't have it the same time she sent it is because um, my phone was, well, that's a long story, but my phone was out of the uh, hotspot range from my computer. So I didn't have a signal to get my emails until I got back near my computer. But anyway, uh, basically they're raising the rates. Standard staterooms are going going up by a buck fifty. Suites by a dollar, which means now the new daily rate for staterooms is sixteen dollars per person. For suites, the daily rate is eighteen fifty per person. The increase will go into effect September seventh. The automatic gratuities go to crew members that have serviced guests throughout the voyage, including those in housekeeping and dining. The money even goes to those crew members behind the scenes, such as uh, the laundry guys. There's an automatic 18% gratuity charge when purchasing beverages using room service and the mini bar. Some departments are also not included in gratuities, such as crew working in the spa, casino, and duty-free shops. Many of us that cruise a lot, uh, and, and some people complain about this. Some people are going to try to uh, prepay the gratuities at the older rate so it saves them the buck and a half. People, just, just pay it. I mean, these guys are have been through two years of hell not being able to work because of the pandemic. <laughs> Get some money. I don't mind it at all. Many of us that cruise a lot also find a way of slipping some extra cash to the the most important people you have. My personal habit, I always give some extra cash to my room steward. Uh, If I'm in a dining room table for the week, like um, in the main dining room, for instance, there's a waiter and a second waiter, an assistant waiter. I always tip them a little extra. Um, usually I'll pick up a, a couple uh, bar uh, tenders during the week that have been extra special for me or I've you know, used them a lot more than others, gotten to know them better or whatever. And then I do things like, like this morning I ordered uh, – room service. I got a pot of coffee and a couple cans of uh, Diet Pepsi delivered to the cabin. I, I, you know, I give those guys a a nice little cash tip on the spot. So keep in mind that a lot of the gratuities that, that even through the automatic gratuities don't necessarily go to the people immediately. Sometimes some of them get money as we go along, but some of them get most of their money at the end of the contract. So it might be three or four months till they get their money. So I like to give them some cash. Uh, Anyway, that's my, that's my policy. So I, you know, 
I really, I don't mind so much that Royal Caribbean is raising their prices. So, all right, Norwegian is in the news again for a little different uh, reason. Uh, back in 2019, Norwegian Cruise Line Holding, which of course is the parent company of Norwegian Cruise Line, purchased 2.9 acres of waterfront land for $20 million in a land auction. The land is now designated for a pier and adjacent facilities built to engage the community and promote tourism in downtown Juneau, Alaska. Norwegian donated the land to Huna Totem Corporation, with which Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings already has a successful relationship with the development of Icy Strait Point, 40 miles southwest of Juneau, and will ensure local involvement in every stage of the pier's design, construction, and operation. In exchange for the land donation, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, which is the three cruise lines, will receive preferential berthing rights at the pier once the project is complete and operational. These rights will apply to all three of the company's lines, Norwegian, Oceana, and Region 7 Seas, though the rights will not be exclusive, and other cruise lines will also be able to use the facilities. This will, however, strengthen Norwegian Cruise Line, Oceana, and Region 7 Seas presence in the Alaska market, opening even more opportunities for eager cruise travelers and creating greater variety for Alaska itineraries. While details of the new Juno Pier are only beginning to develop, the project is sure to be as mindful as Icy Strait Point. The Huna Totem Corporation is also eager to spearhead the development, ensuring the maximum local benefit and building on the success of Icy Strait Point. Good move, Norwegian. I'm all in favor of that one. All right. This funky looking vessel, construction contract to build the world's first environmentally sustainable private residence ship, has been signed by Croatia's Broda Split Shipyard and private residential shipmaker Storylines. The eco-conscious luxury community MV Narrative has just entered its engineering phase and will feature incredible amenities such as zero-waste farmer's market and a bowling alley. A sustainable ship, MV Narrative, will be the first residential ship powered by liquid natural gas propulsion, LNG with 547 private residents on board. The MV Narrative will be a floating community, including a post office, school, library, hospital, bank, pools, and office space. It will feature 20 dining and bar venues alongside the largest wellness center at sea with a 10,000 square foot locale for spa, gym, and an anti-aging clinic. How about that, hot air, Tom? So, I don't know if I want to stay at sea full time, but they had good Wi Fi. I could get off on that. 
Uh, my family might object to that one, though. All right. Finally, this morning, Viking uh, named its newest river ship Viking Osiris on Monday during a celebration in Luxor, Egypt. As part of the event, the company's first ceremonial godfather, George Herbert, the eighth Earl of Carnivorn, offered a blessing of good fortune and safe sailing for the vessel. Designed specifically for the Nile River, Osiris was built at Masera Shipyard in Cairo and will sell Vikings' best-selling Pharaohs and Pyramids itinerary. How about that for a story? All right, that's going to wrap up the news for today, folks. Looks like we got a ton of people over here fussing at me in the chat room. So uh, let's go see what anybody has to say today. If I can get the computer to work. All right, hot air Tom. Of course, he said hello from St. Thomas. Um, he said that, that that I should do a show up there. It'd be interesting to see if I could do one on their balcony. It would be nice and light to the front. It's covered, so it wouldn't be direct sun, maybe. I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm just having such difficulty with lighting. Maybe I'll try that one morning. But hot, uh, hot air time could be taken off. Okay, uh, tomorrow's uh, cruise, amigos, guys. I'm uh, putting it on halt. Uh, maybe if I get together with John later in the day or something, we can work something out. But I'm in Tort. We're Tortola tomorrow, British Virgin Islands, which is my favorite island in the in the Caribbean. And quite frankly, you know, after I do the show tomorrow, I don't want to go to sh- go ashore. I don't want to stick around and do another show. Sorry, folks. Um, so maybe I can, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do one later on or so, I don't know, but anyway, time out for the cruise amigos tomorrow. Cause I definitely, I'm, I want to go play. <laughs> so, um, Lizzie's with us. Hi, Lizzie Lou. Carol's here. Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. Bonnie's with us. I thought you were in Puerto Rico today. No, Puerto Plata yesterday and St. Thomas today. Uh, Bonnie, keep in mind that hotter time gets confused. <laughs> he, he got confused on what night's dining is where. He, he, that's that's true. So he could really have been confused about going to Puerto Rico. We don't go to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico on this cruise. We sailed past it. We waved at him. Early this morning, we saw it. I, I didn't see it because I, when uh, I was down in my place working. But uh, Hot Air Tom saw the getaway sailing in towards San Juan, you know, crack of dawn this morning. Kenneth's with us, says hello to everybody. Cindy, hi, Cindy. I was talking about you a little while ago. <clears throat> Kenneth says, Chili, there's a great bar on top of the hill in St. Thomas. You have to get a lift to take you up there, but it's awesome. One of the problems is um, finding an accessible anything. Uh, 
according to the excursion desk, there's uh, not anything here that I can do. I'm going to see. One of the problems with the scooter, I can't leave it and go on some other transportation. If I take the scooter, I have to go on something that is wheelchair accessible so that it loads me in the scooter. Like I can't rent something to take off and park the scooter because if something would happen to it, that's out of my pocket. So uh, you have to be very careful. So it leaves, you know, relatively few options unless there are ex- a, you know specific <clears throat> um, accessible excursions, which I have I found none for this cruise. That is clearly one of the weak areas that I hope to to work on. Speaking of that, folks, I did have a wonderful chat yesterday with the special needs director for this this ship. I told him that this was not a a guest complaining that, uh, you know, I'm special needs. And I found some things that this ship is deficient on. Not that I'm complaining about the cruise because I'm having a lovely time and it's a lovely ship and I'm very happy. But there's things that maybe they could fix the next time it goes for dry dock. And we chatted for oh, probably a half hour. He took notes of what I found. The main thing is the the weight of several of the doors, the one the deck 12, I can't get on at all because the, the ramp goes out. It goes through a heavy wooden door and the ramp over the door frame. My scooter won't go over it. Um, and, the, and then you're really a mess trying to hold the heavy door open with one hand, get the scooter over and it gets caught. It won't go forward or back. It was a pain in the, but anyway, so I told him about that. I told him about the restrooms. I told him about getting literally, I wasn't locked in a restroom, but I couldn't get out of the restroom because it was, there was, it was marked as an accessible restroom at a long hallway down to the bathroom. You couldn't turn into the bathroom because the narrow hallway was too narrow. So I couldn't even go into the bathroom. If I could have gotten in there, there was a good size stall in there. No automatic doors, of course. So you have to hold another door open to get through. Uh, but I couldn't make the turn on the scooter. Okay. Because the hallway was too narrow. And I'm not sure I could have gotten in through the door, even if I could have made that turn to get into the stall. I have no idea if I could turn it around and come back out. So basically I had to back up and, you know, get literally off and around the scooter with my big fat body and I'm there all the way. That was a trip. Um, but then I got back on the scooter to go out and I had to back down the hallway because there was nowhere turning around. Back down the hallway, reach around behind me to pull the door open, try and then I had to take the scooter forward, trying to open the door and then pass it around to my other hand, which my arms don't reach that way. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get, and I couldn't turn around this way to pull it. Oh, oh, it was awful. Finally, after about 
a good 15 or 20 minutes of trying, I got the scooter in a position that I could reach back with one arm, open the door long enough. And it was, it was in the hallway going to the casino. So I knew some people would walk by soon and somebody walked by and I started hollering, help. And somebody came and held the door for me and so I could get out. So I was literally stuck in a bathroom that was supposed to be a handicap accessible bathroom. But uh, I told him about that. I complimented them on the embarkation and how smooth that went. And, you know, everything else about the ship has been lovely. But the public bathrooms and the weight of the doors, like the, even my cabin door, is way too heavy. Um, that they need, you know, they need accessible doors. They need automatic door openers. There are some on the ship um, in other areas. But just not to get onto deck 12. Now, why that didn't have an automatic door up there? Who knows? <clears throat> but anyway, he took lots of notes. Um, I, he, I told him that, <clears throat> you know, several other cruise lines that, that I've talked to their people and have, have been advising them. I even dropped my friend's name at uh, Royal Caribbean, who is the special needs director for all of Royal Caribbean, whose phone number I have on speed dial. And he's told me whenever I'm on a Royal Caribbean ship, if there's an issue, to call him direct and tell him. <clears throat> so I do. So I've, I've talked to him several times uh, on the Royal Caribbean ships. But anyway, it was I have no idea if this will do any good with Norwegian. Obviously, the reasons the cause of the issues is this is an older ship. It was built in 2000. There was not an emphasis on uh, handicap accessibility in those days. Um, there is now. The newer ships have all the things that I was telling them about. The newer Norwegian ships are, are the same. They have the, you know, have all the features that you need. Um, of course, you know, my feelings about swimming pools have made loud and clear that, that they're totally inaccessible. They're not accessible swimming pools uh, <clears throat> on at least on this ship and most ships. I have found them accessible on a couple of ships, though. I actually have ramps and the whole thing. So it can be done. But anyway, back to Kenneth with the bar at the top of the hill. Uh, if if there's uh if there's some inaccessible way of doing it, yeah, I'd like to do that. That's that's right up my alley. Finding a little local bar and restaurant. Um, let's see here. Bonnie says uh, the view from up there of the mountaintop is amazing. That's where Hot Air Tom is doing today. He is going up the uh, mountain. Truthfully, in he did go on a safari yesterday, folks. Uh, may have embellished a little bit on the safari with the bird. But anyway, it was a good story. Um, he is going up on up the mountainside today. And he's going to check to see if it was actually accessible at all, uh, which the excursion people here said no. But we'll see. And I'm, I might just do like I did yesterday, get off the ship 
and ride in. I, I don't even know which dock we're at. I didn't pay any attention to how we're docked here. Um, of course, I've been to St. Thomas before. Uh, but just go ashore and see if I can find something to do. Find a place to go have a, an adult beverage. Maybe a little bite of lunch. Uh, like I did yesterday. And man, I tell you what, I didn't talk about this this earlier. Yesterday at the Mangu, uh, that's not Mangu, not Mangu. It was something like that. I got to look at to see it again, but it's something like Mangu um, bar and restaurant there in Puerto Plata. It's right after you get off the ship, um, off the dock. You go through the customs thing. You come out uh, in the resort-like area. There's lots of shops in uh, hutches. Uh, you know, it's a very commercialized area. But the first bar and restaurant on the right is where I went in and had the uh, pina coladas uh, and had a little lunch there. But I was looking at the lunch menu. One thing I found was funny. There's a cheeseburger on it. I said, who in a right mind be in the Dominican Republic and want to eat a cheeseburger. Man, I want to eat local food. I want you know experience it. But they had shrimp with crime. I mean, best I can understand the language. <laughs> shrimp in a cream sauce. And uh, I said, oh, shrimp. I love shrimp, of course. I don't think I've ever had shrimp in a cream sauce. I said, let's try that. So I ordered it, and it came in a bowl, pretty good size bowl. And it had a bunch of shrimp in it and this white, creamy sauce. And it was had about seven or eight plantains. You know, the patty-like things about go big. I'm not a big plantain person. I find them to be kind of sort of tasteless to me. But anyway... Um, the shrimp was, oh, they were yummy. The sauce was outstanding. So I took the plantain and dipped it in the sauce, and that made the plantains really good. So I sat there after I ate all the shrimp, I sat there dipping the plantains in the sauce. Of course, I might have, I might have had a second pina colada while I was doing all that. And, of course, you had to wash that down when you were done. There might have been a third pina colada. I, I don't know. <laughs> I had a good time. Um, yeah, Chili, the <laughs> true story after you had delicious uh, frozen adult beverages. Uh-huh. I did. I did have several. When Robin and I go out there, we usually walk up, but boy, that's a steep walk. Yeah. Now, like that's, uh, I can't do the walking, that's for sure. Uh, and I can't do stairs. The scooter won't go upstairs either. Uh, that sucks. I could ride the scooter up if uh, I'm just looking. That's a pretty good, pretty steep hill over there that I see uh, on the street. So, I don't know. I'll play that bear. I'll find out what's going on. Uh, Nikki's here. Hi, Nikki. How you doing up there in Jacksonville? <clears throat> Was it 
hey, Nikki, will you? did you do the doctor thingy yesterday? If you did, message me. I've been thinking about you. Um, oh, Hotter Tom's still with us. Passed Puerto Rico on the, on the way here. Just didn't stop. Kenneth, I will be going up the sky ride to have a bushwhacker at that bar. And Kenneth says, that's awesome. Hi there, says, who am I to argue with Chili's story? <laughs> See, he knows. Of course, the funny part is, as you go into the suite, right, and Cindy's going around, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Hi, Cindy, how you doing? I'm going to kill him. It's fantastic. 15 times I heard, I'm going to kill him. A lot of times sitting out there in a hot tub with bubbles going everywhere. Uh, it was, seriously, it was funny. Uh, I've laughed. I've laughed a lot on this cruise. I'm having a good time. Um, hot air says, problem with the St. Thomas Sky Rod is there may be a number of steps involved to get to the rod. That's what we've heard. Yeah. So anyway, hot air is going to assess that out for me for the next time I'm here. That hot air says to uh, Bonnie that it was uh, Porta Plata and much smaller than the one in, in Puerto Rico. Uh, it's broke. There's a private road. You could walk right up to the top. Be prepared, though. It's quite a walk. Yeah, that's the walk I'm seeing that uh, looks like a pretty good slope. And while my scooter would go, you know, up a slope, I'm not sure it could, I would want to go that far and risk running out of the battery and then have to get the sucker back. Carol says 5,800 passengers, not for me. <clears throat> yeah, that's going to be a that's going to be a large ship for me too. Although, you know, there's several of the Royal Caribbean ships are in that uh, that number class too. Um, I haven't been on one that big yet. Hot Air says four thousand is too much. Katie's here. Hi, Katie. She says morning, yo, everybody. Last time Robin and I walked that, we ran into Captain of the Norwegian Pearl was walking. He says every time he oh he docks there, he walks up to the top. Wow. He's in a lot better shape than I am. <laughs> I took one of the open-air safari buses to the mountaintop last time I was in St. Thomas. Scary ride up the winding road. <clears throat> See, that's what I, they need to have the safari buses that are accessible, that have a little lift on the back. So, you know, they could put one or two. Uh, either wheelchairs or scooters on them. They have some of those in Cozumel because I've ridden them. I've gone, when I've gone to the no name bar, I've, I've ridden on several accessible vehicles that they have in Cozumel. And indeed they charge me just like a cab rider, which is, you know, I'm, I'm happy, happy to pay it. <clears throat> Guinness says, yeah, they don't believe in guardrails. Yeah, Hot Air says we're clear to depart, so he's probably on his way. Finally, it took a while. It's, it took a while yesterday, too, to get cleared. So, I don't know. Maybe with the new protocols and everything, they're doing some extra checking. Uh, 
you can see Megan's Bay Beach from the lookout point. I used to go to St. Peter Great House in St. Thomas. It was destroyed in a hurricane. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been there once upon a time years ago, too, Bonnie. No guardrails on the road and the safari buses are open. Tricky climbing up up the one step to get into the safari buses. Yeah. See, that that's I, that just rules those out for me. Uh, I mean, I can crawl up them, but I can't do it and leave my scooter uh, because that's running the risk of, you know, me ending up not having a scooter to finish the cruise on and have to pay for the damn thing. Cindy says, I always go to Megan's Bay Beach when I go to St. Thomas. It's beautiful. It is. That's one of the prettiest beaches uh, anywhere, I think. Uh, a couple of the beaches in uh, Tortola are equally as beautiful. They're just really nice beaches. So, yeah, it's been, again, it's been some time since I've been able to do that, too. Then. Uh, <clears throat> Lizzie says, exactly, just pay the tips. It's not much of an increase. I didn't think so, either. Bonnie says, yes, Cindy, beautiful blue water and the view of the expensive mansions and yachts on the other side of the beach. I love Megan's Bay. <clears throat> Cindy says, I hate when people remove the gratuities. Yeah, that, that, just, that aggravates me, you know. Just let them have their money, you know. Good heavens. Look what they do to it. Look what it would be like if you didn't have these guys taking care of you on cruises. I always add on the gratuity and give extra my rooms to it. Absolutely. Sonny's here. Hi, Sonny. How's things down in Mississippi? I remember the days of cruising when we left the gratuities and envelopes. Yeah. Yeah, Bonnie, you and I are don't, probably the only two people old enough to remember doing that. <clears throat> you had the little envelopes and shook around to everybody. Yeah. Final night of the cruise. Envelopes filled and ready to give to the crew. Yep. Sure did. That's how you spent the last night of the cruise, running around to see everybody you needed to see, give them their tip for the week. <clears throat> what I do mind is the ridiculous amount Carnival and Royal Caribbean charge for the beverage packages. Yeah, me too. I book cruises where I can get cheers included <clears throat> on Carnival and order a bottle on Royal Caribbean, but I prefer NCL for the free at sea. <clears throat> I was um, I was looking at a couple of NCL cruises last night and checking out the free at sea program, and I see that even though I had more than I thought that I should have booked a free at sea uh, with this one, and I see the difference now, Cindy. So yeah, I learned something. <clears throat> I would uh, next time do that. Now, Royal Caribbean, the next cruise I book on Royal Caribbean, I'll be diamond. And that gives me one of the perks of being diamond on Royal Caribbean is you get five drinks a day. That's more than enough for me. I mean, if I want anything any more than five in the course of a day, okay, and they'll, they'll charge me extra for it. I don't care. But, um, I mean, that'll be that'll be a nice perk on, on Royal Caribbean's. Uh, I just need to look at 
when I'm booking, think about things like that, that I, in the past, I just haven't, you know. So I'm learning from you guys. I mean, you guys watch me to try to learn stuff. <laughs> I learn from you every day. <clears throat> Bonnie's, uh, where'd that go? Okay, I lost. It's I slid down and lost everybody. Oh, Blaine's with us. Hi, Blaine. Blaine's talk or telling Tom to have fun. <clears throat> you should definitely get off the ship in Tortola. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to. Sonny says, uh, you going to Alaska again? Awesome. <laughs> Being stuck in a bathroom is a crappy situation. Yes, it was. I'd, actually, I was stuck in the hallway going to the bathroom. But still, the story's better if I say it. I'm stuck in the bathroom. But anyway, it'll, I mean, I, the guy says, I'm familiar with that. Uh, he says, I've been down that hallway to that bathroom. He says, I never thought about the fact that you can't turn the scooter in there. It's too narrow. Well, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> let's see if I can get caught up here because this thing skipped on me. Anyway, it's good to have Blaine back with us. I popped into one of his live streams a couple days ago when I was able to. Katie says, your audio and video are really good today. Well, that's good to know. I think yesterday where I was on deck 11 out back, for some reason, I didn't have as strong a stream as I have in here. And this is close to where I was before. And even though it's not the best lighting, you know, with the, the rail lighting up above and there's some noise and got the announcements, you know, it's not a bad place to do this. I will maybe try it from from uh, Hot Air Time Suite tomorrow, maybe if they're if Cindy's willing and hasn't killed him by now. I mean, there's always that possibility, you know. Hot Air Time could be, you know, slaughtered, fed to the fishes, and Cindy's sitting back with a big smile on her face. That could happen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's see. Where are we here? Lizzie says, productive day here. Clothes ironed and suitcases all packed. We're flying out to out to Barcelona on Friday. Morning wonder of the seas on Sunday. Very good, Lizzie. I am looking forward to some reports from you. Some pictures I can steal and put up. So, yeah, looking forward to, to your travels, my dear. Sonny says, Lizzie, have a good time. Bonnie says, uh, is it your anniversary, your husband's birthday? Saw the pic of you two, lovely couple. Kenneth, when is your guy's next cruise? <clears throat> Bonnie says, it's amazing that Cindy hasn't killed him yet. Yeah, that's and that the truth, Bonnie. Bonnie knows Cindy and Tom. Uh, Lizzie says, uh, 
anniversary yesterday. I'm lucky to have him in my life. Met him when I was 11 years old. I didn't know that. Very good, Lizzie. <laughs> I won't say how, about the length of some of my marriages. <laughs> uh, anyway, happy anniversary, my dear. <laughs> Bonnie says, I think I saw one accessible taxi in St. Thomas with a lift or a ramp. Nice. Well, I'll check, I'll check it out. I'd like to go. I like going up the mountain. I mean, you know, the, the best thing I've done this year so far was going up on that that um, tram in, in Juneau up on Mount Roberts. Uh, and, you know, I had to get over being a coward to do that. And my friend Sue just pushed me. He said, yes, you're going. There's no question about it. You're going. Okay. So, Mike says, I remember the envelope. So, see that, Mike, you're showing your age here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the way we used to do it. That's why I started, you know, there there was no prepaid gratuities when I first started. Uh, you know, you, you tipped whatever you could afford to tip and, and to the people that you thought needed it. Yeah, a lot has changed from those days. Of course, the ships are a lot different today, too. Flooded in Mississippi, not as bad as Dallas, yet still raining. Ooh, wow. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, you're getting that uh, leftover tropical system. So, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Cindy says, I remember the inf. Uh, envelopes too. Diamond status, status is awesome. I'm always a bargain bargain hunter when I plan cruises, that's for sure. All about the deals. Bruce says, uh, I mean, Blaine says, my first cruise on Royals Enchantment of the Seas 2003. I remember filling the cruise envelopes for gratuities. Yep. Hot Air says, I'm going to the Skyride as soon as Chili ends the show. Okay. He said that three minutes ago. So I'm going to end the show so he can go to the Skyride. So that is going to wrap me up for today, folks. Good heavens. I've sat here run my mouth for almost an hour today. My goodness. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for today. If you're new to this channel, we always appreciate the thumbs up. Helps the channel out a lot. If you haven't subscribed, let me invite you to join us for this silliness. We do this every day, five days a week, and anytime else when I go live. I may try to do a live stream from my phone today, which I have not tried to do like a, uh, a tour of a floor and a live stream. I may attempt that later on today uh, just because I want to experiment some. And I know some of my fellow uh, bloggers uh, do that, like uh, JJ Crew does it all the time from phones. And while I've streamed some like Facebook from my phone, I've not tried to do a a live stream like this using my phone and maneuvering around. So we may try that later on today. We'll see. Anyway, I'm going to get everything processed and head ashore myself to see what I can find. So anyway, if you, if you do, uh, uh, decide to subscribe hit the bell notification you'll be notified when i go live or when a new video goes up far as everybody else goes i'll see you tomorrow same time same channel 
As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully we'll all get together soon on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.